podcast. How are we doing today? I hope we're doing good. I want to apologize right away for not having an episode out last week. I am sorry. I know. I just, I was kind of in a funk for like a week or two there and I just could not record an episode and we can get more into that later. But I, yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't go out and I apologize but thank you guys for understanding. You guys are queens um, and kings, whoever's listening. But this week, I'm fucking excited, okay? We are doing my friend Hannah. She's currently picking up her brother from the airport. But when she gets back, we're going to dive into this episode. But we are going into red flags in men and just all about men and worst thing, worst things men have said to you and worst first date stories, worst date stories in general. Just every horrible interaction with a man we're going to talk about and Hannah has come up with her own red flags. I have my own red flags and we got lots of, lots of input from you guys from Instagram and all of these scenarios. So we are very excited to dive into that. But before we do, let me just go over my life updates because I know you love it. Um, I had a travel weekend from fucking hell. Okay. And it is a long ass story and I want this episode to have plenty of time. So I won't, I'll try not to get too in detail, but essentially I was supposed to fly to Boston. Okay. I am doing a little 10 day trip to the East coast, supposed to fly into Boston, go to the, what we said podcast live show, hang out with Hannah for a few days, take the train down to New York, spend a few days in New York. Okay. That was the plan. So my flight left from Grand Rapids at four, thir- four o'clock on Saturday, last Saturday, and I was supposed to have a layover in Baltimore. I was supposed to fly to Baltimore, like an hour and a half flight, have a layover in Baltimore, and then from Baltimore, it was like a two, three hour layover, and then go from Baltimore to Boston, get in at like 11.30 p.m., take the bus to Hannah's, or close to Hannah's, and Hannah's going to pick me up. And then the podcast live show was at 7 p.m. Sunday night in Boston. So that was the plan. Um... I'm on my little flight to Baltimore and it is, there's so much turbulence. It is crazy. I'm flying around in my seat, but I'm like, it's fine. I'm getting some work done. Like no big deal. And we're like getting close to Baltimore and I checked my, the, I was like looking at the app or like the, you know, when you're flying, you can like see your little flight path. And I was like, dang, it's like so funny that you have to like fly directly. Like, we're like kind of like flying like in a weird pattern I was like that's weird and I had my headphones in so I didn't realize that the pilot had said that he was like circling to try and land a few different ways and essentially after trying to land three times he realized that because the wind there was like 60 mile an hour like gusts of wind he couldn't land and so he was like I'm gonna divert us to Richmond Virginia we're just gonna take a minute fuel up like do a few things and then we'll get back on the road get get you up to Baltimore I'm like okay cool no big deal because I have a three-hour layover, so we can be late. We end up sitting on the tarmac for three hours until finally they were like, we have to get you off this plane because we're going to get fined if you're on here for longer than three hours. So they were like, just deplane, wait by the gate. We have another, there was another plane that also needed to deplane, and we were taking up their jet bridge, and they were waiting for us. And so they're like, okay, just wait by the gate, and we'll get you guys back on the flight and get you gone. And at this point, I still wasn't really that concerned, but once they said we had to deplane, I'm like, okay, well, I'm definitely missing my layover, and I'm, d- I'm missing my flane, plane from Baltimore to Boston. And so they, I got an email that said that they rebooked me on a 6 a.m. flight from Baltimore, and I'm like, okay, not ideal at all, but I guess just spend the night in the airport, 
they'll get us to Baltimore tonight. I'll just spend the night in Baltimore. It is what it is. Ends up that I spend the night. There was like so much back and forth. They tried to get us new f- um, flight crew because our flight crew was like tapped out on hours. And then they tried so many different things. And essentially at like 1 a.m. they were like, yeah, you're not getting to Baltimore tonight. We're rescheduling your flight for noon, like 12.30 tomorrow. I'm like, okay, not ideal, but it's fine. I should still make it in time for the podcast show, I think. But then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Um, What about the flight from... Baltimore to Boston how am I getting there and there were no flights and I was like okay well there were and they were all booked and I was like I called and I mind you I'm calling at like 1 2 a.m. I called and they were like no there's nothing we can do like there's no flights until 10 p.m. from Baltimore to Boston I'm like okay well the 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 main reason I decided to come to Boston was for the podcast show so I really don't want to miss that you know and so I'm like okay I don't really know what to do all sorts of back and forth I'd made friends with them two older people and we were just chatting about what we were going to do this older lady joe she was also trying to make it to boston uh, and we talked about getting an uber to baltimore and then trying to catch the 6 a.m flight from baltimore to boston but at that point the uber was going to take three hours we wouldn't even make it in time because the flight was at 6 a.m like it was just a absolute shit show and i was like i don't know what to do i don't know how we're gonna make it and everyone is just complaining and really the thing is there's nothing you can do like it's bad weather it's shitty situation there's really nothing we can do and like complaining about it isn't really gonna do anything so I was just really trying to stay calm and like I really was calm I was just like I just I just want to make the show I just need to make a decision on how I'm gonna make that happen and so I ended up I found a rental car and it was only like 140 bucks and it said it was eight and a half hours to get to Boston I was like you know what I might just do this and I told joe that's what i was doing and she was like well if you're okay with it, like i'd love to come with you and I, she's like, i just want to get home and i'm like all right let's do it so booked a rental car this is at 2 a.m booked this rental car for 7 a.m the thing was our, they had to take all of our luggage off the flight too and so our luggage was like down at the carousel and they were like if you don't go get it right now then they're gonna lock it up until 6 15 i'm like honestly that's fine lock it up i'll go get it 6 15 we'll get our car at 7 and we'll take off we should get to Boston by 4. The show isn't until 7. I'll just putz around, wait for Hannah to meet me in Boston. She can drive me back to her house after the show. Like, no big deal. We'll make it work. It'll be fine. And I'm like, I'm used to long drives. It's whatever. And so on top of all of that, when I got on my flight to Baltimore, I was hungry. But I was like, oh, you know what? This flight's only an hour and a half. I'll just get some food when I get to Baltimore. I have a long layover. I'll get some good good dinner. Well, then I'm on the plane for almost four or five hours by the time we get off in Richmond, I'm like, all right, this is perfect. It's like 10. I'll grab some food. Oh, no, no, no. Richmond was a ghost town. The Richmond airport, absolute ghost town. Not a singular thing was open. Not, nobody else was there. There was one Southwest worker. No food. Everybody's starving. They end up bringing all the snacks off the flight, fed us all of those and all the drinks. And then some United worker brought us some Nutrigrain bars and like Rice Krispie treats at one point. And then... They ended up going at like midnight. They went and got like a whole stack of pizzas, probably like eight, ten pizzas, brought them back for all of us. And obviously I can't have cheese. So ripped off the there was one slice left after everybody ate. And I was like, you know, what? I just ripped off the cheese, ate the bread. So fucking hungry. So all of that was happening as well. So like 2 a.m., Joe and I were like, all right, let's probably sleep for a couple hours so we can drive tomorrow or like in the morning and we'll make this work. So I tried to sleep on the airport floor from like 2 a.m. to like 4. 
I would say I slept for about an I rested for like two hours, but I slept for probably 30 minutes and it was freezing. It was so cold. I was by the window on the floor. It just, you know, it's, it's not the greatest setup. Um, and then so like 4am comes around. That's when other people start getting the airport again for their 6am flight. So then it starts like getting super busy or like gate was getting super busy. And I ended up I think I grabbed some breakfast at like 5 a.m. We got a coffee. We ended up going to get my luggage, go to get my rental car. I am a gold member for Hertz, which means you can just, as long as your name's on the board, you just walk up, grab your car, and then leave. Well, I go to grab my car, and the guy walks over. He's like, ma'am, we don't open till 7. I'm like, oh, shit, sorry. So we had to just sit in the airport for another 45 minutes waiting till they open so we could go get the car, which is just obviously obnoxious. I finally get on the road. We end up in so much traffic. On we tried to beat like beat the traffic using ways and go on different routes. We end up in the car for almost twelve hours. By the time that we get to the airport to drop off the car, it is six forty two. Six forty two, and the sh- podcast show started at seven. It was thirty minutes away from the airport, and I was just so so annoyed and exhausted and frustrated because I'm like I flew across the country to see this fucking show and the fact that I'm now gonna be late so frustrating it was only an hour show it was still such a good show I'm so glad I went I'm obviously so glad I came to Boston to see Hannah and I'm so glad I even got to make the show at all like I could have completely missed it but I'm like are you kidding me like what so Hannah picks me up like 645, drop off the car, pack up all my stuff real fast, literally change in the car, trying to like wear a cute outfit, did my makeup in the car for while Joe drove for like two of the hours. But I drove for essentially 10 hours. And I'm like, I could have just driven to Boston in 14 hours instead from home, had my own car. Not Like just so frustrating at the fact that I was like so ready to, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to fly. I don't need to drive because, you know, I, I always be driving like I don't want to drive. But no. Ended up driving the car for hours anyway. So, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Do I just attract bad, like, travel karma? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I was awake for, like, almost 40 hours, and I slept for, like, a solid one of those. Because I probably slept for 30 minutes in the airport, 30 minutes in the car. Rested for maybe two hours. Like, that is fucking ridiculous. So then my whole first day in Boston was gone hanging out with Hannah and then even Monday being here I was just so fucking tired and so out of it so dissociated so we basically did nothing Monday but today is Tuesday and we had a very fun day we went to the gym that made me feel a lot better it was so nice outside today we hung out we ended up doing pictures with a couple and then Hannah took some headshots of me I took some headshots of her so it ended up being a really great day. And now we're going to record this podcast. And I'm so fucking excited. So I hope you guys are excited. Um, but yeah, those are my life updates. I feel like that's kind of it. Otherwise, the only other thing was that, yeah, I didn't record last week because kind of was down in the dumps. I feel like I have been really romanticizing winter and like really finding the best in all of it and finding ways to enjoy it and all of that. But I kind of hate spring. Like, I think I hate spring. And the vibes in spring, like it'll get warm, then it gets cold and warm. And really talked to my therapist a lot about it last week. And I just was really, really down in the dumps and kind of feeling like shit. And she was like, that's okay. Like you've been having so many high highs. 
you're going to have some lows sometimes. And I'm like, all right, you're right. So kind of let myself feel that. And as much as I wish I would have gotten an episode out last week, I kind of needed to listen to my own brain, especially when I'm doing this by myself. It's kind of hard to force myself to do it sometimes. I was at my parents. I was getting my hair done. There's like so much going on. And so, you know what? It just is what it is. But I did get my hair done. I got my extensions back in. Feeling like a brand new woman and loving myself again, loving my hair, everything about myself. Okay. And we're done being depressed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I hope you guys cared about any of that. Otherwise, we are going to get into these red flags. So, like I said, I'm going to share my red flags. Hannah's going to share her red flags. And then we're going to talk about all the stuff that you guys sent in with date stories and all of that. And we are just essentially we're just shitting on men today. So if you're a man and you're listening, um, you should probably still keep listening because it's going to give you some insight on what (laughs) red flags are for us and just like what not to do. Don't do these things. okay? And women, you also we probably shouldn't do those, whether you're dating. I don't care who you're dating man on man woman on woman man and woman don't care these are red flags and these are things that you just should not do you should not say to people and we're gonna get into it so get excited here we all right hello hannah welcome to the pod hey 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 are you excited to be here i'm so stoked i'm so fucking excited we are ready to just absolutely annihilate men as we should like it's gonna be this is gonna be good i hope you guys are ready and i already warned the men um, if you're listening, I don't, I, I know we have at least a handful of male listeners and I said, I think you need to keep listening. Like, I think you need to keep listening and you need to just really like take this in. Yeah. Like, really internalize it. <laughs> take it as notes. I mean, take it with a grain of salt, but honestly, these are what us women have said. Yeah. And not just us two either. Like, we oh have yeah, no. So much input. We have input from Hannah's friends. We have input from my Instagram, from her Instagram. Yeah. Like we, we will be digging into all of this. Absolutely. So I think we want to start out with going over our are red flags in men yes and my list is honestly kind of short i I got so distracted with like everybody else's red (laughs) flags everybody talking about their stories so we're gonna go back and forth um and we're just gonna chat about whether i agree with her she agrees with mine yeah all that good stuff and then we'll get into what everybody else said because it's honestly iconic yeah um hannah you want to start all right okay let's do this so I also want to say that I, well, I kind of mixed in these red flags with both my personal experiences and then also my friend's experiences. But I think at the end of the day, it's pretty much transversal. Mm -hmm. Like everyone feels the same way about this. So my first red flag talks poorly about his mom and or other women. Yes. And I have that on mine and I had it from multiple other people. Yeah. Yes. Like I think that if you're talking poorly about women in general, you're probably going to talk poorly about me and I don't want that. Yeah. And just like the respect part about it too. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you're not going to get along with everyone, but when you're going on a date, first time meeting or whatnot, and he's just bad mouthing, you know, his friends that are girls or his ex-girlfriends or just like whatever. I'm like, all right, this is a sign that Mm -hmm. you just don't have respect for women. women. Yes. You are misogynist yeah exactly i think that's the word i don't know (laughs) misogynistic yeah something like that you know all of that i feel like that also goes into just another overarching red flag is that um i actually just completely lost my train of thought what did you say 
Well, also, too, I think you can go into that where if he's talking bad, bad about, about his exes. Yes. That's he, what I was going into. If he keeps bringing yes. up his past relationships with you. Yeah. And like if he's calling his exes crazy. Like yeah. if all of his exes are crazy, it's like, okay. Like, are, where am I in this? Yeah. Like, like, okay. So when we break up, I'm going to be crazy. Even if you did everything wrong. wrong. Yes. Amen. Amen. Mm, yeah. That seems like a red flag. All right. Um, My first red flag. Doesn't believe in mental health problems or doesn't support therapy. Oof. Out yeah. the door. Kick him. Give him the boot and say, see you later. Like that is one thing I need to know right away. Like where you stand. Like if you're not a supporter, like. I'm in therapy. We all know. Yeah. I've been needing my therapist. Absolutely. Jesus. <laughs> Saving my soul. <laughs> but like if you don't, even if you don't like want to go to therapy yourself, I mean, that's if I, I believe everyone should be in therapy in general, mm-hmm. but like fine if you don't want to like go yourself, but if you don't like support me going or you just think it's dumb or like you just don't believe in mental health problems in general, that's like is such a fucking red flag for me. Absolutely. Like that's just. And also too, it's like everyone has problems. Oh, so yeah. for someone, for him to be like, I'm perfectly okay. There's nothing wrong going on with me right now. I'm like, there has to be at least something. Cause I know for me, I have 10 different things going on right now that I need to talk to someone about. Oh yeah. So for them just to be like, nope, I'm all set. I'm good. I mean, just support me and my decisions when it comes to mental health. Yes. And we're on the same page and we're yes. good. Yes. Agreed. 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 Okay. Agreed. Glad we're on the same page there. <laughs> um, so my other one has to do with asking for your Snapchat before uh, asking for your number. Uh, I have the same thing. And it's like, I feel like it's one thing when you were in high school back in like 2017, but yeah. now we are in our 20s. Like you should... We are on a dating. It's always a dating app. It's always like, the dating app. We're apps. on the dating app and you want to move from the dating app. Great. I want to move from the dating app too, but do not ask me for my fucking Snapchat. Before my number. Like, or I'm like, not going to Snapchat you right. Like, because there's no conversation that's going to be had on Snapchat. You're going to no. send me, you're going to send me your face. <laughs> yeah. Then you're going to either try to go s- dirty with it and get nudes or something. Or just in general, just like if you genuinely want to get to know me, we're not going to do that over Snapchat. Like, no. it's not like real conversations aren't going to be had. We're going to like say a few little things here and there. And then it's going to be you send a picture. of. Fa- I'm not going to answer you. Like, I'm not going to answer you with a fucking picture of my face. Like, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Also, too. I mean, this is just a personal preference, but I feel like I don't use Snapchat as much as I did. I use Snapchat to send like talking videos to my group chats. Yeah. To like my my close friends. Yes. But I'm not on there like trying to add guys on Snapchat. No, like, or, like what keeping is streaks? The streaks. Or, like, any the of that. <laughs> A man that a man that keeps streaks. Red flag. Red flag. What is it? If his thing's over like five hundred thousand, like his snap score. I feel like mine is well. I got it in twenty twelve. I remember it showed me that. So I would have got mine in probably twenty twelve. Yeah. If you look down at the bottom, we're currently on our Snapchats right now. Two fifty. If you go down, it says when you joined. Yeah, December twenty seventh, twenty twelve. Yeah, mine's August eighteen, twenty twelve. I mean, I'm only at I'm. Close to three hundred thousand, but I will say a lot of it I'm goes. Only two fi- I'm two fifty four. So I feel yeah, like I feel same. like that's an average and number. For what? How many years is that? Eleven years. Yeah. First of all, that's disgusting. <laughs> the fact that we've had for eleven <laughs> years. years. Okay, but yeah, to be at two fifty, I don't know what you guys are at, but I feel like that's an okay number. Yeah, it's fine. I feel like that's that's fine. fine. But yeah, don't ask for my Snapchat. Mother asking for Snapchats first, like that is just out of ugh. the question. If you do that, it's an automatic unmatch. 
Yes. It's gone. Yes. Or I'm not giving you the second. Stop. I had a guy. Okay. Really good looking guy. Um, Seemed cool. We start chatting and he like wanted to like move out of Hinge or whatever. And he immediately said Snapchat. And I was like, bro, I like just like made a joke about, I was like, I only do number. And he was like, I don't like to give my number to people I don't know. Oh my. And I was like, shut <laughs> up. Like, come on. I'm like, you then block me if you decide you hate me. Like, I don't. What's the difference? What Either way, you're difference? talking to me. Oh doesn't matter God. the platform. Like, but I'm I'm not Snapchatting you. He'll he'll give you his social before give you, he gives his give his, his number. Snapchat. I just don't want random girls having my number. Suck it. Oh, up. oh God. Like, go oh. away. Out, 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 uh, out. Um. Okay. My next red flag: irresponsible with money. Oof. Yeah. And like, clearly, yeah. money's just like a touchy taboo sop- yeah. topic. Yeah. But. And maybe this isn't a red flag you can, like, notice right away. Maybe it is. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But just in general, like, someone who, like, isn't... I'm not saying that I'm the smartest person with money or the best person on this planet with budgeting my money by oh, any uh, means. Yeah. But I'm talking, like, pure irresponsibility. Like, doesn't care to, like, organize anything. I don't know. Just, you know. No, I know what you mean. And also, like, he'll prioritize things over before paying his rent. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how I look at it. Yes. Like on very what's the word like materialistic yeah or just like frivolous like yeah things that, like dude if you're again if you're not making a lot of money like you gotta be smart you gotta be smart you know just like and i i think that's something like long-term thinking is like i just don't abuse someone who's just irresponsible in that way no it's not it's not a good foundation no and then you don't want to be the one who has to kind of pick up the pieces correct i love that that's a good part Honestly, actually, I was going to say my second, my second, my third. I don't even know which one I'm on right now. But kind of going off of that was that he still asks his parents for money or his parents still pay his rent. Okay. And I feel like there's two ways to go about yes, this. I feel like there. this is a little like gray area because yeah. I do. There are definitely situations where I feel like I'm not going to judge if your parents are out. Here's the thing. I was the kid in college who, like, my parents helped me. My parents oh, helped yeah, me yeah. heavily. And I had other people who, like, shit on me for that. that yeah. I'm like, okay, not that they're even helping me that much, but, like, they're no. just helping me. Yeah. And I'm like, if your parents can help you, use it. Absolutely. But then we get to, like, you're, like, a full adult. Yes. And, like, you're not responsible with money enough to pay your rent. And your yep. parents are paying your rent for you at 25. Then, yeah. That's kind of where That's I giving was red flag. Red flag 100%. Yes. And so, I mean, and also, too, like, asking, you know, their parents, you know, they're going out for a weekend. Like, <laughs> like they're like, hold on, let me just text my mom to Venmo me. Uh, like, okay. I just feel like yeah. that's, like, so disrespectful i don't yeah. know just so childish like it's just again it goes with the money thing it's like yeah make sure you keep your finances in check finance 101 like and be an adult yeah just be smart about it and don't it just makes the whole thing awkward yeah and clearly some of these are red flags it can be men or women like, yeah oh yeah this can go either way and let me just put this the singular disclaimer obviously women are also trash oh yes absolutely today today we're shitting on men for this next hour we're shitting on men and so just accept that like i don't care if you're like oh but women i get it we know we don't need to put that disclaimer out there we get it Mm -hmm. but right now is our time to shit on men so join the club or get out (laughs) or stop listening okay no offense taken if you stop listening no that's what we're doing here 
Because when, the more we get into this, guys, the stories, the oh, stories, the stories, the stories from listeners and Instagram followers. Uh, I cannot <laughs> believe the audacity of men. I was speechless at like a good handful of them. Same, same. Um, okay, next one. Bad style. And I'm gonna go right off of you after we talk about this like, one. Let's I talk just, about it. For me, I love clothes. I love fashion. Mm-hmm. I love like I love like. And even when I'm wearing like an ugly outfit, I still it's still cute. Like I just feel like I always am looking good. Absolutely. Like I really do try with my outfits. Yeah. And I don't want a man who doesn't try with his outfits. Like I want you to like have good style yourself. And I understand that style is like something that like I could help you with. I don't want to. <laughs> like I don't. I don't want. Like I want to afterward. Like if like yeah, I have the good foundation. Do you have good style? I'm attracted yeah. to you. We start dating. Then yeah, I love buying. I want to buy you clothes. I want to like help you get. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't want to like have to overlook. Like if you dress poorly on the first date, yeah, I can't see past it. I don't care how cool you are. I don't mm-hmm. care. How you, if I don't like your outfit, I literally like it. Like bad style just correlates into other things. Like. Then I just feel like you have bad taste in o- other things. Like, Yeah, no, I understand. And I agree 100%. Well, I have to go off of that because you okay. were talking about okay. if they dress bad for the first date. I have a story the time. Story. Okay, and story I'm going to try to, I feel like if I have something that's I've experienced, I will give a story time. Yes, but so please. for this one, um, you know, I've been trying to go on more dates and stuff. You know, Queen. you're, you know, you're 24 and, you know. You got to live up your 20s. So I went on the state with a guy and we had planned on going to this, you know, a pretty nice restaurant. Like it's nothing like it's not like a an Applebee's, but it's not like a steakhouse restaurant. It was just kind of like in the middle, actually, where we went the other yeah. night. It's just um, like a just, just a, a casual a restaurant. Like, yeah, just a nice casual restaurant. Definitely like just you should just wear clothes. Wear like- cl- well, so <laughs> um <laughs> A little backstory. So he um, is a elementary school gym teacher. And so that day he was working a little bit late. Um, He was like coaching um, basketball and stuff. So, you know, I was like, no worries. Like, come pick me up whenever you can. Like, I was just kind of sitting around. Not nothing really crazy. And he comes to pick me up and he's in um, track pants, a gray shirt that said his town's name on it and running shoes and i thought i thought he was gonna change like at some point no i'm dressed he was confident he was confident (laughs) well he also said too he was like well i you know i'm sorry i just like didn't have time to change and i was like you could have been 10 minutes late i would have not cared but i'm dressed in like black booties nice jeans like a really nice top my hair my makeup's done i feel amazing and i show up in the restaurant with him looking like he just came from the gym. Did he pick you up? He did pick me up. Which is even worse. Yeah. And so I kind of like, when I got in the car, like I saw his outfit and then <sighs> I was like, all right. And then of course we're at dinner and he was like, by the way, you look absolutely amazing. Like, and yeah, I, I was know. like, I, I was like, well, I know, but I don't know if I can say the same. Like I can't say that you. back to you. So that's when I was like, oh, if he's not going to make the effort to dress nice, then especially on a first date where that's yeah. your first impression, first, impression. Yes. first time meeting someone you want to like be presentable i was like all right this is <laughs> like that like it's just again does it mean he's a bad person no. no he oh my god he was amazing he was so sweet so kind we had a great night but 
it was the outfit for me where it's I was like just the immediate like, it, like red flag and early not okay not even not, red a, flag. not a red flag but ick. an ick yes, yeah an immediate ick I feel like also some of the like some of these red flags are like half like red flag ick like red flag ick yeah because nothing like it's if it's a red flag it doesn't mean automatically like stay away he's a terrible person yeah no, no but, but it's, like, it's for kind of, me for you personally red flag like yes. it's just uh, that's not somebody I want to be with no like I want you to put more effort in more effort that's all. like after we're dating for two weeks sure. Yeah. Take on a date in your sweats. I don't care. Oh, I'm fine with <laughs> like, that. But for yeah, we could like literally the first date. The first date, he yeah. just showed up, and I was like, "Oh God, like uh-huh. this can't be it." Yeah, but I, I just mean, for me, like styles. Just I feel like if you have good style, you have good taste. You have, like you care about those things. Yeah, because that to me, I just like a man who cares about those things. Absolutely, I want to be with someone who also cares about similar things, and we can be different for sure. Mm-hmm. But like. I think it's hot like when you care about your outfit like when you get dressed and you're like is this outfit good like yeah I like or you show up and you're in a fucking like bomb outfit I'm like uh, uh, okay mouth drop like, eyes open baby literally. I'm like this is great <laughs> so yeah I just I need a man with style and if you have bad style it's it's a no-go for me and I, I'm not I'm no, I don't want to be your mom I don't want to oh, fix no. you no 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 I don't want to no 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 I do not want to be any man's mom <laughs> count me out um okay you got another one uh let's see oh my goodness we have i have way too many we're also drinking side note we're drinking what are we it's cut not water? Spo- not sponsored but we're not drinking, sponsored but we're drinking cut water cut water lime margarita yeah and she walked in with us at fucking 9 30 p.m and hands <laughs> it to me and i take a sip and it just tastes like straight tequila yeah and i but listen, we have no plans tonight. Yeah, we're not I'm going. Down, we're not I'm going anywhere. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. So we're just chilling. Don't worry, I'm, I'm drinking it. Tastes like shit, but I'm drinking it. Um, <laughs> all right. I do have. Um, I feel like I have two main last ones. Okay. Uh, this one was that he only wants to see you when it's convenient for him. Yeah. And I feel like I've both experienced this multiple times with like the same person and or if I was talking to different people and then also my friends because Mm -hmm. I will give a story time about my friend and I will not say names, but she knows who she is if she's listening. (laughs) Um, She was talking to this guy. I think they're still talking. I don't really know and I don't want to confirm that. (laughs) Um, But he... uh, was in town and she was like hey like would love to see you if you're around you know they have a good relationship Mm -hmm. and he said you know love to see you too um i'm free from three to six today and she was like am i booking a doctor's appointment like what (laughs) what what do you mean from three to six and he was like i'm that's like when the only time i'm available today and she was like oh that doesn't (laughs) that doesn't seem yeah like convenient for him yeah like shouldn't we like go back and forth a little bit to find out what's best for both of us yeah i was just like when she told me that i was like girl can't say i've actually dealt with that but more so but well when they kind of like text that because i was actually really bringing up my past relationships right now um (laughs) (laughs) when i had this kind of relationship with a guy that i met on bumble Mm. oh don't recommend bumble anymore (laughs) um and he lived in boston and so he would text me at like 9 p.m on like a tuesday and would be like hey do you want to come over and watch a movie and i'd be like you want me to drive 
all the way into Boston to see you. Yes. Okay. I'm. Yes. You know what yes. I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. Yes. That kind of thing. It's just like let's ki- like let's make it work for both of us. Like let's make a plan. Yeah. Like, like for next week. Yeah. Or you want to hang out? Like especially we don't we live 45 minutes away. Like let's figure let's make a plan that works for both of us. Not just yeah. Not just for you. Yeah. Or like the t- kind of guy, or like when guys are like. Like not really paying attention to you, and then they have a free night and they're bored, yep. and then they hit you up, and yep. it's like, okay, well, are we talking? Are we hanging out? Like, what's are we into? What's each other going on? Like, what is going? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, Sorry, and I swear. Oh please. Yeah, what the fuck is going <laughs> on with these men? I could not tell you. <laughs> um, another red flag. Just any comments on my body that oh, like aren't good. <laughs> like any unnecessary comments, like. One thing if I'm at, especially okay, I'm talking like to like the beginning of like talking or like first dates. Like mm-hmm. obviously when you're like together for a while and like I it's it becomes a little bit of a different story. Still not super allowed. Yeah. But like especially at the beginning of talking, like you're just you're hanging out, you're whatever, and like comments on your body and like either the way that it, I don't know. I just get very like No, I agree. A hundred percent. First of all, you I feel like you should never comment on a woman's body yeah in the sense of like like you can say i, I look beautiful like I yeah look good, whatever but like it just gets very touchy absolutely and like even like i mean comments on men's body like there's comments yeah you should not make either sometimes. absolutely yeah it's a two-way street 100 you know? but yeah i just feel like that's no that's a good like point. a man that i'm trying to like think of an example because when i wrote this down i definitely had examples in my head but just like just comments of like maybe what you're wearing or yeah how you're even like sometimes it's like um a lot of times i like i think a lot of the entries that we got in were talking about you know makeup like you know mm, you look yes. way better if you had some makeup on or, or like you look better without ma- I, I like when you don't wear makeup it's yeah like, okay but if i want to wear makeup i'm gonna wear makeup yeah just like comments like that where it's like okay I, okay but also i'm gonna do what i want like it's my body it's my life like Absolutely. And also, too, I feel like if he talks about, let's say he's on Instagram, right, and he makes a comment about someone someone's post about yeah. a girl's body that also, too, I feel like can be considered as like a little bit of like a red yeah. flag. Yeah. You know, it's just know your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So but I'm trying to think of what's another one. I'll hop into I have a few more, but you do um, wanting to text all day all day all day like when you're first talking or uh, like i don't want to text all day okay yeah i don't want to text no all day. i want to hear your side i don't wanna i want to know like yeah. i i made this mistake i feel like in obviously past things like situationships relationships whatever like i feel like we need to like text all day and it just like is so annoying to me now like before mm-hmm. i would do that now like when a man like I, we've been talking on Bumble, we've been talking on Hinge. I get, you get my number. I'm not gonna answer you every uh, like every time you like text me. Yeah, like you immediately get the text message and, and you then respond. immediately answer. Like yeah, I'm not gonna do that because number one, I'm not, I have no really deep connection to you yet. Number two, I just don't think it's like healthy. Like I don't think it's creating it's that like, attachment. Correct, and I'm saying like when a man like is expecting you to answer right away or like he'll like send a follow up because you didn't answer in a few hours. Mm-hmm. It's like wh- buddy. I'm like literally living like I've had guys on hinge like we're like chatting and I'm like okay this is kind of vibing yeah and then I like 
am busy or I don't I don't have any of my notifications on for any of my dating yeah. apps. And so like sometimes a day or two will go by and I like forget because I'm fucking yes. working. I'm doing things. And then they follow up and they're like, What well, are you ignoring me? Like, oh why are you like like okay, dude, we're on a dating app. Like we're give me a second. Yeah. I feel I'm like not, you're still trying to like get I, into the things of it. I had a guy who fucking we matched on Hinge, and he was, like, kind of cute. Like, mm. I don't know. He seemed, like, a little odd, but I'm like, okay, like, whatever. <laughs> and we, like, start chatting, and, well, no, no, no. He messaged me first, then said, hey, Morgan, like, how was your Thursday or something? I just, I don't know. I didn't think he was that cute. I was also just not in the mood to talk to anyone. Yeah. Didn't answer him. Then he follows up the next day and is, like, it's a Friday morning, and he was, like, hey, or, like, are you the type that would be down, like, for a spontaneous trip? And I was, like okay tell me more yeah like maybe <laughs> and so it goes back and forth a little bit and essentially he was like saying about like going up to boyne like to go which was like up north michigan yeah. to go skiing and the way that he was saying it was almost as if like he had like a group trip happening this weekend like he was last minute like inviting like trying to bring a girl yeah and i was like okay that's kind of i might be into that yeah, honestly yeah, like yeah. you're doing a little group trip like assume I, again i'm just assuming yeah because he wasn't like, like giving me anything i was like okay like give me more deets and he was like well i figured like we could just um plan a weekend sometime and we could rent an airbnb and go up north so i'm sitting there and i'm like so you're not even talking this weekend number one <laughs> you're also not talking with the group you're talking just me and you and this is this is your follow-up after i don't answer your first message is to go on a trip up north together when you've never met Matt, never on a date. i was gonna say and spend money spend a weekend like what I'm like uh, what and he no. says that and i just like i'm sitting there and we had been i've been answering kind of quickly because it was like a s- friday morning or whatever and i stop answering because i'm like i just need to shower i need to like what is this man doing mm-hmm. he follows up i like don't answer another 10 minutes later he follows up again i'm like buddy <laughs> like take a fucking chill pill yeah i never answered next day follows up again and at this point i'm i cannot i, I literally cannot follows up i think a fourth or fifth time and then unmatches me so he finally got the hint yes then somehow because he unmatched me he's back on my hinge fucking sends me a like on hinge oh no a couple weeks the, later that is the worst like, what are you when you unmatch with someone and then they're back and then they're back and then you guys like each other again you're like oh i'm like what are you doing like, it's, honestly, what are you doing? It is, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't live to answer you. I don't live and breathe to, like, fuel your air. Like, what? No. I don't know. I'm absolutely just like, not. I'm not going to answer you right away. I don't even know you. I think that's what I mean by, like, texting all day is, like, when you're, you don't even know each other yet. I have no, like, connection. Like, I don't know. We don't even know each other. Why do I need to answer you? Yeah. It's like the Give push, me a minute. The pushiness. Yeah. And the clinginess. The clinginess. Well, I was yes, going to say. That's like red flag. Red flag. And going into that, I would say love bombing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Love bombing. Oh that was God. also one of the biggest things that we got sent in was mm-hmm. how first dates or even just a couple times hanging out and it's immediately like. He, he wants to say i love you yeah and or he's like you're so, so obsessed with you so like, yeah oh i don't know i just like it's it's interesting i think it's a weird concept too because i mean you know when you have a great connection with someone obviously you want it to be mutual yeah and you want to be on the same page right but at the same time if it feels more forced by him or you can even say vice versa because mm-hmm. love bombing goes both ways. Both ways. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But again, we're shitting on men here. But we're shitting on men here. That's what we're doing today. So the fact that, you know, they'll, you know, take you on a first date and then, you know, they'll be like, you know, I want to do this again. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, if I'm vibing yeah, with it, I'll be like, sure. let's do it next week. You do next week. Everything's going well. 
third date comes around and he's like, listen, I really see us going far. And either like it's only been a month, it's only been a few weeks, like fully pushing into it where you're like, let's just take a step back for a second. We're still getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. You're it's in. I'm again, I've had an experience. Yeah. I told you I told you about this one where I met this guy. Super great. We had a great connection and we had went on actually it was our first date. Um, but I had known him a little bit prior. We went on our first date and it was like a lot of like, he wanted a lot of PDA. He wanted a lot of like hand holding to the restaurant, which is like, I mean, fine. I didn't know anyone around, so it wasn't a big issue. And then, you know, basically saying like, I really, 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 Mm. really like you a lot. And I'm like, this is probably our second time hanging out together. And I'm still trying to get used to, you know the whole relationship type of thing. So I haven't, like, I mean, for me personally, I haven't been in a relationship since I was a junior in college. Yeah. And I've only had really two serious relationships, like one in high school and one in college. I mean, I've only had one, so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's like, it's still trying to like take it all in where you're just like trying to vibe it out and feel it out and getting Mm -hmm. to know them. But also, you know, not having to jump so forcefully into it. Yeah. In a lot of experiences that I've had where I've met guys on either dating apps or through friends or whatever in college too. And they're just like, they want to go like immediately from like first date to getting engaged. Getting engaged I feel like, yeah. but I, I mean, I'm the, f- to, oh, to be devil's advocate. Yeah. I, with my ex, like we moved quickly mm-hmm. and like we were both, but we are both like very mutually on that same page. I was also yeah. again only twenty. Mm-hmm. Like, I I would like to think I was so mature at that point. <laughs> but now looking back, I'm like, girly. Yeah. Like you were excited about your first relationship. You fell in love super fast. Mm-hmm. You fell in love fa- like we just were in it super fast. Like yeah. And honestly, the second day talking, we were both just kind of like, okay, like this is where this is pretty serious. Like, <laughs> yeah. It just yeah, was yeah, yeah. because that's where we were. Yeah. But I get now that we're like in our twenties and like yeah. in our mid twenties, like. Now it's like, okay, we're a little more mature. We know a little bit more. Like, those mistakes can be made early 20s, high school, whatever. But now it's like, okay, we're we're exactly. adults now. Exactly. Like, this isn't the time to, like, be diving into things and, like, having no idea if it's right. Like, Yeah, it's, like, kind of, like, jumping in head first where you're just trying to figure out what, Like, what's know, the rush? What's the rush? There really isn't no rush. And I always, like, think about this, too. Like, when you're in your 20s, this is your time to really focus on yourself and to you know figure out yourself first and then when you feel comfortable and you feel good about yourself and you want to start talking to people even just getting to know people like Mm -hmm. I feel like there's this high demand or like the societal thing where when you're in your 20s it's like you need to be like engaged by 25 have kids before you're 30 like all this shit and really at the end of the day it's like you want to enjoy your 20s because once you settle down and you have kids, that is basically it. Mm-hmm. So travel now. Do things now. Don't mm-hmm. worry about what everyone else is doing because I feel like social media is so prone to obviously showing everyone's good side of what they're doing. But for yourself, I'm like, I'm in no rush. I'm really in no rush. I'm 24 mm-hmm. and I'm like, I am loving life. I get to do what I love. I am with my friends, my mm-hmm. family. And I you know, if someone comes along that I really find attraction to and I have a connection with, like, that's a bonus right now. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like, you do you. Don't worry about everyone else around you mm-hmm. and just see what happens. 
It's been facts here. Oh my god, bitch. am I fucking what's a, a little little philosopher therapist? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> love to hear it. <laughs> I would say the last few well, ask for Snapchat first as I had we already yep, talked about. Yep, that. Yep. Um one of my red flags. This is Morgan's uh, red flag. This is Morgan's red flag. Not my red flag. This is specifically uh, Morgan's. A little bit of an ick. I just don't really like short men. <laughs> Sorry to my short kings out there. And okay, let me, let me a little bit more yeah, in, insight. Explain to the people. More explanation. I am 5'6". I would really prefer nothing shorter than 5'10". But you... Hannah, yes. she's five four. Yes. So like five eight and up is yeah. Like, I feel like that's like a good. I, I feel like just a solid four inches taller than me. Yeah. No matter what. So I always say like nobody smaller or like shorter than five ten. But I'm like okay, but if you're shorter than five six, then I feel like shorter than five ten. This is it, my it's, personal it's opinion. Math. It's you have to do the math. math. Do the math, okay? Do the math. I don't want anyone. I don't want a man shorter than four inches taller than me. I just don't want to like look down (laughs) i'm so sorry like i also this is just personal (laughs) preference i just like to feel small i want to feel tiny i I want to feel so tiny to like engulf me (laughs) (laughs) like i want you when you hug me i want to like feel like a tiny little teddy bear i'm gonna be like in the abyss of your arms like i want to i want to be curled up like in the little womb of your arms it's so it's so true come on like you know you guys know if yeah but again i I literally that's also I, Morgan, I've been that's Morgan's red flag. Not <laughs> I've mine. also been with men that are not tall. Like I seem to gravitate towards the short men. Well, it's <laughs> I don't like short men, but I always gravitate towards them. Well, I like It's like they're comfy. I know. Well, <laughs> I I will say like my two ex-boyfriends, they were like my first boyfriend was super tall. Okay. And also my second boyfriend was too. But I feel like nowadays, like, I'm not so pressed about it. But again, I just don't want to be looking down. Like, my head needs to be at a perfect level of, like, either looking you straight in the eye or just a little bit up. I think here's the other thing. Oh, God. (laughs) Just, like, short men have, like, a a complex. Like, they have, they're, like, overcompensating so hard. A majority of them. I'm not saying every single short man. <laughs> I'm saying I've come across a lot of short men that overcompensate so bad and I hate their personality. So I think now at this point, I just like I have a correlation between short men and terrible personalities. I was going to say, I need to take you out in a night, um, a night out in Boston because we are, n- we are notorious for what? short. We call them short kings. Well, actually. Yeah, I love a short king, but like, but they are they also red flag. that, but they are everywhere. So like you walk into the bar and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And you're Damn. like, okay, again, no, no judge. I don't no. even talk to them or like, I'm like, we don't even make eye contact. And I'm like, all right, I'm if I'm looking down, it's an out. It's an out for me. I'm sorry. And you're five four too, so that's like I'm five four, and I feel like that's pretty. It's an average height, I feel like, for women my age, 24, 25. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the big deal? But I just don't want to look down at you. I'm yeah, so I'm just not a so sorry. I just like a, I ideally big man, <laughs> big big man. I, I I need a what's the song? I need a big man. I need a big boy. Oh, I need a big, big boy. boy. Give me a big boy. I want a big SNL, boy. SNL, baby. Let's. I know. It's honestly such a good hit. Like one of the guys, one of the guys I hooked up with was 6'7". That was like a big Whoa. guy. That was like a big Whoa. guy. 6'7"? Like that's, that's almost over a, a foot taller than that's me. That's almost a seven footer right there. Yeah. 
And I've seen a seven footer in person. (laughs) Not like I talked to him. He was actually um, like a bodyguard at at one of the clubs in Boston. But he had a shirt that said seven footer. So I just know what seven feet looks like now. Unless he was lying. No. (laughs) That was a big man. That was a big (laughs) ass grown man. Uh, Yeah. I just like a big. I I like. I like to. I want to feel small in your arms. I just want to feel tiny. Teeny tiny. But like. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not. Not fully saying I hate short men. No, I'm just saying it's no hate. It's no hate. It's small, just a personal it's a small pre- red flag. Ick. It's Morgan's personal red flag. Mm, I will say. Th- I'm gonna keep saying that because. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. So um, sorry. I feel like that's all the red flags I have. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Anything if like, else? I'm trying to think if I have really. I mean, the only other red flags that I personally have would be like if he wants to have the first date at his house. Which includes mm. a Netflix and chill, of course. Yeah. I feel like that's always a huge, Ew. like, and again, I felt guilty to it, like, when I was talking to this one guy, when I had to go into Boston, 45 minute drive, <laughs> at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. You went? I did. Run it back. You went? Okay. <laughs> she went, guys. I did go. She didn't tell us that part earlier. I did not. Uh, yeah, I didn't. We're like, oh, the audacity of this man. But I did go. But I did I did go. do exactly what he wanted me to do. And I am a woman and, and I do what men ask. Do you want to hear <laughs> the worst part about it? And I like mm. legit, if I could go back and change this, I would a hundred percent give myself a slap in the face for this. So he lives in like, like downtown Boston. Right. So okay. there's really no parking. The only parking I'm was scared. paid parking, like parking garages or okay. whatever. So I would pay to stay overnight Bye. for like, $36 each time. So you're literally paying to be I'm with this trash paying man. paying to be with this trash man. And he thought, oh, a great night out would be going to the casino with all my friends. I'm the only girl. The casino? The casino. A gambling king. And I was like, you just lost all your fucking money. Your responsibility with money. Run it back to the beginning. Hadn't even taken me on a date. He was like, oh, I really want to take you on a date. Like, I want to take you to a nice dinner. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Like, and this was like the first time I actually met someone off a dating app where I was like, and I like actually thought he was super cute. And like, we connected really well. And we never, we never did the first date. It was always at his place. So I learned my lesson, ladies. Do not. Do not do that. Do not go to a guy's house, apartment. On the f- like, it's just like, uh, I don't care what you do after. Go hook up with him for yeah, sure. But yeah. like, at least make him take you somewhere in public, just to make sure he's like he's not gonna kill you. I mean, he well, might kill you at home. I don't know. But well, also too the fact that when I when he opened up the door the first time I was met him. No, he no, no great looking guy, but mm-hmm. he was like, Oh my gosh, like thank God you look like your profile picture. I thought I was gonna get catfish. Really? I said what in the fuck did I just like, well, what is going on right now? Why'd you now? say that out loud? <laughs> no, I didn't say it out loud. No, I, why did he say that out loud? Oh, I don't know because like, men, men don't think. Men do not think before oh, they speak. Man. And clearly that's every red flag we've been over. Uh, so. Honestly. But I would say that's basically like, I mean, I have like 22, but that's. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. We're at 50 minutes. And so clearly we're not going to make it through everything in one oh, episode. No. So this is a two-parter, guys. If you've been listening this far, get ready because the, there's gonna be another episode next week where we're, we're gonna get into all the rest of the shit that people have said so let's finish up with all of our red flags from the people's submissions yes and then we'll close out this episode and then you guys are gonna have to tune back in to hear the rest of what we have to say because there's no way we can finish this in one episode absolutely not so let's start reading 
the submissions from the people because these are iconic. So somebody said how they treat their moms. Obviously, we talked about that already. Um, Saying their ex was too needy. Red Uh, flag. Yeah. We talked about the exes. Yeah. Just like bringing up the exes, past relationships. Saying that exes are crazy, anything like that. Like, even if they were a little bit needy, like saying, like, one of the the first things to say, like, I just don't think. Women are all needy, by the way. Yeah. We're just needy queens. We're just, we just want attention. (laughs) But when you, especially if you keep bringing up your past relationships, it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm tired. I don't want to hear about your ex girlfriend of two years. I want to talk about us right now. Yep. Or just like talk about you, talk about anything. Talk about me. Yeah, t- please talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, if they're too clingy in the beginning and snap back in seconds, yep, kind of talk bombing, about that. Love bombing all the way. We talk about this too, saying their ex is crazy, talking shit about past relationships too quickly. Like, yeah, in the beginning, you shouldn't be talking shit about your ex the first date. Like, no, no this no, is no. after you're dating, you're like digging into your past, talking about your trauma, talking about whatever else yeah. you need to do to like be better communicators and understand each other better. Sure, but mm-hmm. within the first fucking date, first date or two, no. Um, saying they're looking for a quote unquote super independent girl, aka they're not trying to be emotionally supportive. Facts. Interesting, yeah. Facts. I didn't think about that one. No, but like, yeah, I feel like if, like again, I'm looking for an independent man to a point, but also like if if you're looking, like it'd be the same as me saying like I'm looking for someone like super independent. Okay, you just want to be fuck buddies, is what you're saying. Yeah, kind of like, said it better myself. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> you really nails it on the dot. Honestly, um, not consistently texting back or texting back too much. Usually just to talk about themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point as well. Um, again, being rude to his mom or others in general. Yep, being condescending, manipulative. Yep, big red flags. This girl said plays video games as a red flag. I'm I'm gonna say I don't find that a red flag, but I will I will say in the sense of like if every time I come over you're playing video games, I'm you're like, like not willing to hang out with me. Yeah. Yeah. But like I don't find that like a huge like I feel like some issue. gamer guys are like like it's almost like a green flag because it's like they're just like chilling at home. They're cu- they're keeping their mind going. Cutie little chilling at home boys. Yeah. But then also, yeah, some gamer guys can be like Ugh. You're like, come on, let's relax here. <laughs> um, bad hygiene. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I didn't think of that. Disgusting. Men with bad hygiene. Bye. Disgusting. Girls with bad hygiene. Bye. Honestly, me. Do I have bad hygiene? No. I mean, mm. you've been here for what? Two days. But yeah. you also. Sometimes it, I forget to shower. No, I. You should. <laughs> no. <laughs> you also got the girls in right now, so it's a little tough. I got the, the extensions in, you know. <laughs> um, lazy, no work ethic. Oh, huge red flag for me. Yeah. Well, also, I was going to say, too, like, if they don't have any ambition, any dreams, anything that they want to do in life, yeah. like, what? Like, I totally understand we're in our 20s. You might not be succeeding at any of it yeah, right now. You don't need to. But, like, have something in mind. I think because, like, we own our own businesses. We yeah. are out here doing the thing. Yeah. If you are not, like, and you don't even, like, have anything you want to try at, like, are you kidding? Yeah, like it's has, just so unattractive. Yeah, it just shows you're not determined, or just like you don't have any. You're not thinking about anything. What yeah. do you think about just fucking? It's like walking a, around. Yeah. Like what's going on in there? Oh Monkey God. clapping. Yeah. Uh, um, serial dater. Somebody's always in a relationship. Oh God, yeah. Like eight yeah. with girls, like people who. Yeah, it I goes it. both ways. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it is. It just happens. I mm-hmm. get that. Like I've, I definitely have friends that like. They can, they're in super healthy relationship, but like they just tend to jump from relationship to relationship. Uh, sometimes yep, sometimes it does just happen. I get it. Yeah. But if you like 
literally cannot be alone and you have to be dating someone at all times and like not jump from a very serious relationship to another very serious relationship it's giving you're not like dealing with any of it and you're you're also not not ever getting over that last person because you're jumping into something else to just replace them and then yeah i don't i don't doubt that like you do care about that next person and you are like into them but like you never dealt with your shit from the last one and Mm -hmm. so like you're just compounding interest here (laughs) yeah and also too it's like taking that time for yourself too just to like reflect and like maybe work on yourself a little bit too because again like it can always be a two-way street but only you and your partner will know like what's actually the issue if Mm -hmm. it's you know mature enough where you guys can talk about it but yeah exactly i mean i have friends too who have you know been in a relationship and then right after they meet someone and it's fully in there again and i'm like take some time be by yourself for a bit honestly and like like i was very independent before my ex and then i got very codependent and then it's like you have to refine then it's been two years pretty much like almost a year and a half whatever since you've been since i was single and it's like you have to refine that independence again like you have to not to say that i couldn't be in a relationship like shortly after but i don't think i could I, personally i could not have yeah. like and even now i'm like every time i think i could be <laughs> not <yet. laughs> yeah yeah i'm yeah. still fucked up <laughs> so it's like just take this like be by yourself it's okay you'll be it's, okay. It, you will be okay yeah you will be absolutely fine I, I like i just want to i want someone who like can function on their own yeah i'm not your mom that is very true like, like a just, man who wants me to be their mother expects me to be mm, their mother get out of there like, i love to cook i do i actually like cleaning most of the time but i'm not gonna do it just because i'm the woman like i want you i don't need to tell you like i shouldn't have to like tell you to do things or like be your own person be a human Absolutely. be a fucking doll yeah anyway <laughs> um somebody said if they treat the women in their life poorly who don't offer them sex like mom sister etc kind of similar to they tr- oh. because how they treat those women shows how they'll treat you after the honeymoon phase. yeah so like You'd, essentially yeah like, what we talked about before yeah like if you're treated like just treating people bad that aren't giving you sex or like aren't giving you anything like romantically yeah then that's very much a red flag absolutely um not paying for the first date i'm a feminist but this directly correlates to fuck boy every time okay. i i agree i think on the first date i think and it i you know maybe it's just like how society is but like i feel like the first date like if they ask you on the first date i feel like yeah like they should pay for the first date mm-hmm. and then maybe after and i'll that, offer like, and i'll offer to I'll pay like, oh my, can i, the, uh, can I like, split it yeah. or like whatever or like oh, oh you want me to get it like, yeah yeah whatever. and i think if it shows where he's like no no like i want to i want to do this like for you mm-hmm. like i i asked you on a date i want to pay like major respect yeah and again like i also am very feminist but i'm just like i feel like in that situation a very heteronormative relationship like that like him offering or him going to pay you offer to yeah. because i think from his perspective too if you don't offer yeah like that's kind of rude yeah like to not exactly. like it we're both adults here we can both pay for it yeah things. so it's like he grabs it you're like oh i can he, no that's fine i got it yeah uh, and so then usually i'm like oh i'll get the next one like yeah, i'll get yeah, yeah. or like if we're going to a second bar i'm like i'll get our drinks at the second yeah. bar like whatever yeah i just feel like from both perspectives like both of you being like willing to do it it shows but maturity. then the guy actually doing it. like i can't imagine a guy being like oh yeah you get it i mean like, <laughs> i feel like, oh, if that, okay. <laughs> like okay then you, you get the drinks at the next bar and yeah. everything else <laughs> my god oh god um this is funny because these two next to each other one says one person said calls his mom names and then like um same as like treats his mom poorly mm-hmm. but then somebody said mama's boy is a red flag oh <sighs> both are red flags both to the extremes are red flags absolutely man really mean to women red flag man so far up his mom's ass mm. mom so far up his ass red flag yeah 
Yeah, especially when you're not in high school anymore. Yeah, also, like, like you're, you're not in college you're an anymore. Adult. You're, you're an, an adult. adult. Yeah, absolutely. You're on that, not, um, dude, everyone just says treats their mom or women like shit or yeah. sisters like. Shit. I'm glad that a, lev- a lot of people sent that in because I feel mm-hmm. like at least all us women are on the same page where I feel like that's maybe an experience where everyone maybe has experienced one guy who very like talked very badly about Mm -hmm. either his mom or ex-girlfriends, like whatever, but like consistently, then you're like, all right, like what's going on here? There's some deeper issues for sure. Um, somebody said rude to waiters. Actually, there's a few people that said rude to waiters makes me yell my order over him in the drive through when I'm the passenger. Like that's so specific, but Wait, also okay. I would yeah, no, I like, feel uncomfortable. Like, like can't you just like relay what I said? It's not that hard. I just want like four piece chicken McNuggets <laughs> yeah, like, and a Diet Coke. Just like, repeat it. Just like, repeat it. And don't forget the sweet and sour sauce. Not God damn. Oh my God. <laughs> um men who tell you what you can and can't wear. Gross. Out, 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 bye, out. Bye bye bye. Um should have known when he didn't attend a wedding I was made of honor in one year into dating oh he didn't go <laughs> no they were dating for a year and she was made of honor in a wedding and he didn't come that's seems a f- like that's might be like an open bar like and flag. he said yeah. no yeah, free booze what oh um, wow somebody said only use a snapchat yep talking shit about their ex clearly not over them is just unattractive how they treat my friends or boundaries yeah how they treat your friends i feel like this can be a major red flag it shows a lot about their mm-hmm. personality too yeah yeah i feel like my thing is like if i'm with a guy and i think it's two-way street so like if my friends really vibe with him i'm gonna keep him around and if my you know if we're dating my boyfriend if mm-hmm. he really vibes with my friends i'm gonna keep him around like mm-hmm. i trust my also my brother like my yeah. brother's like my brother's my best friend so he will be like I don't think that this is going to work out for you and him. Or it's like, I'm your biggest supporter. Yeah. Family and friends are your best people yeah. to come to when you are as like, long as you have good family and friends as long. Yeah. No, if it, that also is a big thing. Like, like if, if you have shitty, if you're a shitty person, you have shitty friends and like, obviously, yeah, then maybe like, like reevaluate a lot of things in your life. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God. Somebody said, can't take a joke. It's really defensive. That's personal issues. Yeah. That's like self-ego. Like, he doesn't have self-confidence. Yeah. I mean... Depends on the joke. I love me some jokes and I love me some sarcasm. But I also had really bad anxiety there for a while and couldn't take a singular joke. So I get it. Yeah. But also, yeah, like, if you... if I'm See just where like, you are in the relationship, too. If that's, like, your first date and... Yeah, and you're, like, both... You, like, made it clear you're a pretty sarcastic, like, yeah. jokey person. He can't yeah. take, like, your singular tiny joke, then yeah. Yeah. Um, Girl best friends, someone said... I don't that gets sketch. I don't know. Like I personally don't find it a huge red flag in the sense that if I'm with him and I meet his girlfriends and they're really nice and I don't see any two side or like Mm -hmm. whatever, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. Because also I think too, like if a guy has like a like some good girlfriends that he trusts, Mm -hmm. I respect that a little bit more because I'm pretty sure he would treat them with that's, respect. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I personally, I just like, I think I'm an overly trusting person just in general in life. Like mm-hmm. I, I'd be out here hitchhiking with people, riding <laughs> with a random lady 12 hours. Absolutely. Shout out Joe. The East Coast. Shout out Joe. Shout out Joe. Um, so I'm an overly trusting person in general, but like I just have never been like scared of, or, like, never really had the thought of, like, someone cheating on me. Yeah. Like, specifically my ex, never once did it ever, I was, like, 
oh my god i'm scared that he's cheating on me like that like that's just not and maybe i'm overly trusting but like i also think that like it's just i don't know for me i unless the girl is like there's like clearly something happening between them i, do, I really don't care yeah like i just don't really care about a yeah. lot of things i care about <laughs> care about a lot of things but <laughs> there's like a handful of like things that like some people would get like super worked up about i just I don't know. Girl boss friends, I think, can be a very gray area. Like it obviously very clearly depends on their relationship. Yeah. And I I, I'm going to jump in on that because I well, my first relationship that I had, he cheated on me because I was actually a senior in high school and he went off to college. Mm. So, of course, like I want to trust him. And, you know, like your first year and you're going out to parties and he was in a fraternity and, you know, sororities and whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, like, he made a lot of, you know, girlfriends. And, yeah. you know, I want to trust that he's not, you know, cheating on me 2,000 miles away. Yeah. Well, lo and behold, he did. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> a king. A, oh, yeah. <laughs> Kidding. But <laughs> it's the sense of, like, I think if it was something we're, like, very close from, like, I think now when we're in our 20s and we're out of college, like, you know, really close hometown friends or college friends, like, whatever, like. I don't it's a gray area but in the sense of like if I know that they have a good relationship and yeah they treat me with respect and vice versa I treat them with respect like mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good yeah and I feel like yeah you can hold it like it'd be the same as like I'd be pissed if he got mad at me for having a guy best friend oh like, yeah 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 so it, it goes both ways like if you as long as you trust each other but again it just uh, red flag especially if you're say you're like on the first date and you immediately see he, like he has girl boss friends that like they're all super flirty yeah red flag oh yeah like and then i'm like okay i'm out like i don't want to get into it a like, lot of like yeah. but if you're into it you meet his girl best friends he meets your guy best friends it's fine like yeah it's funny because all my guy best friends are gay so i'm like there's really no <laughs> nothing to be worried about over here <laughs> love okay I'm gonna like rapid fire the last few yep. and then we're gonna wrap this episode up and then we're gonna you're gonna have to wait for next week um but asking for nudes right off the bat, I mean, nope. yeah, that, that's obvious. Like, nope. I feel like that includes no debate. Get out. Um, Not consistent and only wants to talk and hang when they are getting something out of it. Yep. Convenience. We know that. Conveniency. No ambition in life. We talked about that. Nope. Rude to customer service. Yep. Ooh, get out. Um, When they're indecisive and won't make a decision about any damn thing. Leave, leave, leave. Um, But I also cannot make a damn decision. I have decision paralysis about every single decision <laughs> ever in life. So I love a man who can make a decision. Like, you tell me where we're going for dinner, I'll go. Oh, And if yeah. I don't want to go, I'll tell you. Yeah. But, like, I have no problem being honest. I just can't make the decision. So you make the decision. Yeah. So, yes, I a red flag is if they're indecisive because I need someone who's decisive because I'm the indecisive queen. When they're intimidated by a driven and successful woman who makes more money. Oh. oh yeah. Fucking claps. I, claps all around. All like, around. let's go. I feel like with us, especially, yeah. too, like running two our business own. Two business owners? Two yes. business owners right here. And I feel like I am so intimidating to guys because they'll be like, so what do you do for work? And I'm like, I run my own business. Like, and they're like, oh, wow. Like, and then they'll just ask very do you normally say you own a business or do you say you're a photographer i say so when i so i say that i'm a photographer i okay. say i'm a photographer i run my own business like okay. those are that's like my thing yeah, yeah. right because you could say you're a photographer and i guess you can go people multi- don't take it seriously yeah people a don't take it too seriously or b they think that you're just working for someone else mm-hmm. and i'm like uh-uh honey like i'm a business owner bitch m- yeah mama didn't raise no bitch i'm doing my own damn thing i'm running my own damn shit right of now of course um and if he's mama's boy yep and then last but not least being in their mid-20s and 30s and still living with their parents so here's 
where we get a gray yes. area. Gray area. Very gray area. Depends on the situation. Absolutely. You can tell when it's like a resp- like you live with your grandparents. You yeah. live with your grandparents. Like Yep. Because it makes sense. Like It makes sense because I work like my work is all like in suburban areas like fields and stuff like that. There's no reason for me to a Boston is the so most expensive. the most expensive state to rent an apartment is Boston. It actually beats New York, which is insane. Correct. And so there's no reason for me to move into a an apartment where I'm paying a shitty th- apartment. Shitty with, apartment like, for two thousand dollars. Correct. Like that makes no sense. So in your no situation, it is so so valid. It's so valid. Where I'm, you know, I'm at home right now. I'm saving money and I'm planning for what am I going to do next? Am I going to move out of state or like what? Like what do you want to do? Yeah. So that's where the gray area comes yeah. in. But you can tell. I mean, mid thirties. <laughs> Maybe you should figure something out. Yeah, mid thirties um, is kind of pushing it. But a I'm little. saying like, you can tell when they have like a if they have like a plan to get out. They have a plan to get on their own. They have a plan to like move forward. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But you can tell when they don't. When they're just have no again, like, no ambition, no ambition in life. in life, no dreams, no goals, and they're just vibing, and they're just like, oh, I'm living with mom to save money. Mom pays groceries. Mom pays. A, mom does my laundry. Mom cleans if my room. You're mom, like, if he relies fully on his mother to sustain himself, run, absolutely get out of there. Run. If his mom is still doing his laundry when he lives at home, listen, I live at home. I do my laundry. I buy my own groceries. I am like an adult. I am an adult. You just live under the roof with other people. Absolutely. Same as having roommates. You basically have grandparents. My grandparents are my roommates and they're They're the the cutest people in the entire world. And they're my favorite roommates in the whole entire world. So, but if his mom is still doing his laundry, get out, get out of there. Run. All right. Well, that is all the red flags we have. And this episode is obviously long. So we're going to wrap it up. And you guys can come back next week to hear all about the rest of the stuff we're going to talk about with men. Get ready. I feel like we that was like the tip of the iceberg. We still have so much. And also next episode, Hannah's actually going to introduce herself because I realized that you guys know nothing about her. So (laughs) you can stay tuned. She's going to introduce herself next time. We're going to get into this. And I hope you guys enjoyed. As always, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me that you're here. If you like what you heard, go ahead and subscribe and follow the podcast. Leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow the Instagram. That's all pod. You know, all the things. I literally tell you every week, the giveaway is still live until May 1st. And so if you want to win the Stanley Tumblr, okay, go leave that review, the rating. It better be five stars, bitch, okay? Um, And then I will enter you and you can possibly win and all that good stuff. So. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys. The world to me. Love you so much already. And I'll talk to you next week. That's all. Bye. Bye.